Welcome to another episode of Lunch with the Shark. Join us as we dive deep into discussions about business, accounting, and finance to help you build a business that thrives. Now sit back and have a bite with your host, the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa. Well, hello, hello, good afternoon. Welcome to a new edition of Lunch with the Shark. Uh, what the hell with my hair? Today's not a good hair day, right? And yes, I'm eating cheese. Good protein. How's your Thursday been? Holy crap. What's up with the lighting? How's your day been? Interesting question, right? And I ask you this question every single day. How's your day been? I'm going to tell you one thing. My day has been very, very good. I actually started with an amazing meeting, an executive meeting with one of our uh, CFO clients. And every time I meet with them, it's not challenging at all whatsoever. I ask hard questions. I delivered hard news to them. They lost a shitload of money this month. But once I explain it to them, they come to a realization that they need to focus not on the revenue. And I, I, we must be very conscious that, yes, revenue is what moves the company because it's, it's the moneymaker, right? But we just don't need to focus on the revenue. We have to focus on everything within the company that generates revenue, first of all, yes, and helps us keep those monies, those revenue um, uh, makers, right? And the CEO of the company said, you know what, I'm sick and tired that most of our executive meetings, we address the same. And I said, well, why is that? Why are we addressing the same shit every single executive meeting? There's a problem. And it's not your numbers. And then they're like, what is it? I'm like, really, do I have to explain them to you? Do I have to really open your eyes to it? So here it goes. The problem is either your team or the problem is that we're repeating the same freaking patterns as we've done in the past and either your team is not supporting you and one of the team members came back and said, you know what? It's not the team. The team we're here to support. I am like, no. The team is not there to support our CEO. The team is not there to help us grow. I'm like, no, yes, we are. I said, you might be there. Yes, you might be there to support the CEO. You might be there to be a good team, but you guys are not supporting the company's vision. You're not there supporting the CEO. You're there to see what they need. You're there to see what the CEO needs, but not to carry out the mission. 
And the CEO was like, you're right. I'm sorry. But you know what? This is lunch with a shark. I'm going to start actually having lunch in the show. So I continued to elaborate about that. And I said, you know what? Yeah, we might have an amazing team. We might have an amazing sales team. We might have an amazing marketing but are they delivering? I said, if they're not delivering, then you know what? You're gonna have to let them go. You're gonna, you can call them up for a night to go out uh, and have some uh, hamburgers or barbecue or whatever, if they're just good for that. But are they moving our company forward? Are they supporting the vision of the company, which is the vision of the CEO? And the realization was like, no, they're not. So, so why are we continuing with the same patterns? Why are we waiting or hoping or dreaming that they will achieve the results that we're looking for? That's naive. That's hoping, praying to the gods of the universe to achieve results that we have not seen in the past. That's insane. Are we throwing money to insanity? Just tell me. Is it because it makes us feel better? Is it because we're scared? So it was an amazing meeting. I hate when people are let go. I hate it. It's not my wish nor desire to let people go. But if they're not the right fit either for the company to move forward or for the company's culture or for the company's vision or for it to move the company at least backwards or we just have the company hostage to stay the way it is, an economy called seteris paribus, without, without any change, we are not the right fit. They are not the right fit. How can I make it easier for you when I say that? And this CEO was like, I appreciate what you say. Even though they're the right fit for the company, they're not right, the right fit to move the company forward. They probably just gave what they could give. And then the CEO proceeded to say, hey, what about the bonus structure? And at that time, at that moment, I realized that maybe the CEO, it's not also the right fit. The mindset of the individuals in the team are looking out for their own best interest, not for the company's best interest. Company culture. I realized that in that moment, I'm like, it's not that I realized at that moment that the CEO, it's just out for themselves, not for the company. I've been noticing certain patterns, certain comments, 
certain requests saying, hey, you know what? You're just looking out for your own best interest. Even though you say that you have the company's best interest in mind, that's not true. Listen, congruency should be the first thing that you need to look in your team, congruency between what you say and what you do and what they think. Thinking brings you the subconscious. Your actions are interacted between your psyche and your actions, right? So you need to be very aware of that. Psychology, it's involved in this process. Company culture, it's involved in this. And I said, why are you carrying out bonus structure right now when the company is losing $50,000 a month? Why are you bringing this topic out? I said, bonus should be canceled immediately and until further notice. And I said, hey, much better. Fuck bonuses. Let's put up a bulletin out and say to all our team members, hey, it's if as of December 31st, 2021, the company makes $5 million in revenue and the profits, and I'm, I'm gonna be very uh, uh, rigorous about this, profits about just the company's necessary and ordinary expenses. I'm gonna trim the fat, okay? It's 65, I'm gonna be very generous, 65 to 70% profit, the company it's going to raffle among its team members, a BMW. What do you mean? Yeah, the company is gonna raffle a BMW among its team members, valued at, let's say, $40,000 to $50,000. And the CEO, he opened his eyes and he said, amazing, amazing. You know what? Every hand on deck, every people is invested in my company. Do it. Fuck bonuses. Let's raffle a BMW at the end of the year if this is met. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think that the moral, the corporate culture within the organization is going to be? What can we do to achieve results? So building your corporate culture, let's talk about nine mistakes to avoid and how to fix them. You as a leader, you may focus on building your company culture that you and your team can be proud of. However, there are a number of mistakes that you will send your corporate culture backwards without care to avoid them. Let me share nine right now. Building your corporate culture without planning. One of the mistakes often found is that people just dive into, let's create a great corporate, corporate culture mode and not planning ahead of at all. You need 
to take a look at the corporate culture you currently have, if you have, and find the areas of improvement. You need to decide on the direction of the business for the next, yes, one, three, five years and revisit your mission and vision statement. Remember what we said, this is not a class. This is not a paper that you're gonna give out at the end of the year or semester. This is for reals, people. This is your make it or break it. This is your livelihood, okay? The two most important elements for creating organizational culture, cultural change, are executive support and training. Executive support and training. Executive support must include cultural change in ways before verbal support. They must show support for the cultural change by changing their own behavior. Training. Cultural change depends on behavioral change. Members of the organization must clearly understand that it's expected for them and how to actually do the new behavior. Number two, lack of communication. Another mistake to avoid when you are building your corporate culture is not communicating your culture plan with anyone else. Make sure your team, especially any middle or senior management, knows what your culture strategy is and what part they are expected to play. Okay? Communicate. Don't keep things up in your head. Focus on the negative. As a leader, you have a large part in setting the tone of the company. Yes, it's your company. Be watchful of your moods and what type of energy you're spreading to your team. Not people, not everything is kumbaya, peace and love. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh world master of the universe. No, 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 no. Okay? Not everything is cheerful. I was, it was funny because... Jeb was talking about uh, uh, his mom. Hi, Carrie. And uh, he was talking that uh, they were talking about the Today Show. And uh, Carrie said, uh, you know what? I don't like uh, Hoda. She's always happy. She's always, oh, yes. Even if they're talking about death. Oh, yeah, death is amazing. Like, we need to realize that not everything is pink. Okay? Focus on the negative. Also, if you believe there are negative elements to the cultural, uh, to the culture uh, company, walking around moaning about them won't solve the problem. Focus on the negative. Focus on the solution of that negative thing. Work to banish negative in your company before you start spreading it. But negative is okay. Number four. Making poor hiring decisions. That was a topic on today's executive meeting. Speaking of your team, building a company culture that is positive will never happen with poor hiring choices.
the old adage, hire slow, fire fast, comes to mind. If you have team members who are constantly undermining your management, your manager, or spreading negative, it is time for them to go. And I did address this today uh, in this executive meeting. And I say, you know what? Haven't we learned from the past? Are we repeating same patterns? Dude, if these individuals are not cutting it in today's management style, in today's company culture, in today's current company, fire them immediately. Okay, if they are your friends or you like them, invite them to your house for a barbecue. But don't continue to uh, uh, tolerate their patterns or their attitudes. If you have to choose between technical skills and personality and drive, remember that you can train anyone for those skills. The same doesn't go for training someone to change your personality or characteristics. Number five, I think, lack of goal setting. Goals are an integral part of building a company culture that you can be proud of. Goals motivate all of us to be focused on work towards shared results shared results we are all in the same freaking boat all hands on board we are going to raffle this bmw at the end of a year only if we achieve the goals we all are going to chair in one opportunity we are 10 in the company you have one in 10 uh, possibilities of winning a bmw don't you want a BMW or $50,000? Fuck yeah. But you're going to have to put in your weight. Setting goals is the first step in turning the vision into uh, turning the invisible into visible. Setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into visible tony robbins massive action massive and immediate action number six overlooking social needs another common mistake to avoid when you are building your company culture is not being concerned about the team social needs Great leaders encourage friendships at work as it helps to build a family-style culture. Employees do not want to sh just show up at work and leave. They want a meaningful work experience that includes them being actively involved. So try to pick a few effective employee engagement ideas that will work for your team and run with them. I am not expert in corporate culture, but I have some experience in building, putting apart companies, put them back, putting them back together. And one of the ideas I gave them 
Because this company, it's right now it's lacking ideas. They are very burned out. And I said, is your team, are you listening to your team? Are you listening to your team? Look, your team interacts more with your clients and it's normal. You as a CEO do not interact as much or should not be interacting as much with every single client. So they hear your clients. And I said, you know what? Do the following. Once a month, send every single team member coffee and donuts. Call them, summon them to a meeting, a 30-minute meeting. Okay? You're going to have your coffee and you're going to have your donut. 30 minutes should be enough to have coffee and donuts among the team. The first 15 minutes, it's going to listen to ideas, bullets of ideas. You're not going to say, I don't like it, I like it, or go in depth in those ideas. It's going to be a just a raining ideas. Boom, 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 on how to achieve the goals in the company. Listen to your team from the janitor all the way up to executive management. Listen to those ideas. The other 15 minutes, it's going to be just to concentrate all those ideas and do a list. That's it. You're not going to discuss the ideas on the how and why. Just listen to those ideas. Ideas. That's it. They loved it. They call for the first meeting in one week. They're going to send coffee and donuts. How much are you going to spend on coffee and donuts? $10. It's nothing to listen to your team members. Be creative. I think we're number eight or something like that. So, or seven. Having no defined company values, a common occurrence with people trying to create a positive culture is that you have zero written values or mission statement. Think of this as a way to express what behaviors and values are and aren't acceptable. Make sure that you and your colleagues are also displaying these qualities that are shown in the values. Don't be so serious. Number eight, don't be so serious. Every people needs little fun in their lives. So don't forget to enjoy some laughter and smiles. In our uh, uh, company culture, we state, you are often greeted with a smiley face or you heard well wishes of good morning. Being exchanged by our team members at the corner of the office. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Hey, what's up? Good morning, good morning. Go a long way. Camaraderie among people in your company. 
Not everything should be so serious. It was funny because yesterday I got in the mail <laughs> and I, it's funny because people still want to do their taxes on their own. Look, I got this on the mail yesterday. I know it's a shitload of uh, paper. This is California tax guide. And this is the federal tax guide. Look at it. Federal, California. Do you really want to continue doing your own, the taxes on your own? California. Federal. We need some laughter in our lives. We need, we need to, don't take everything that serious. Nothing is about you people. Don't take everything serious or personal. Have it in your corporate culture. Dude, we do taxes, we do tax planning, we do accounting, we just don't do that. We also have fun. We also have fun with our clients. Building your corporate culture is not once off. The last mistake is all too common. Some managers have the wrong idea of culture as being a checklist item that you can change, tick off, and forget. This is far from reality. A positive company culture needs constant tending and direction. You should make it a regular occurrence to review how things are going and what areas you should focus on for the next quarter, six months, year, five years, 10 years. Plans are nothing. Planning, it's everything. Dwayne Eisenhower. So in summer, culture would emerge regardless of your actions or lack of. Most leaders want a great place to work. Building your company culture will be above in mind, will help you create a more positive and engaging workplace for yourself and your team. The solutions to the above nine mistakes are, always plan ahead. Communicate to your team Avoid spreading negativity. Hire for culture from the start. Set yourself and your team goals. Don't overlook social needs. Have a set of defined values. Remember to have fun. Continue to nurture that culture. Embrace these and start building your company culture so it achieves the results that you want and the team needed for success. So we're gonna end up today's show with a quote from Ekvar Bamprat. He's the founder of IKEA. 
I'm so happy that I was able to pronounce it because I cannot pronounce for my life's sake the name of their products. And he said, the most dangerous poison is the feeling of achievement. The antidote is to every evening think that think what can be done better tomorrow. The most dangerous poison is the feeling of achievement. Just think about that. Whenever you, you feel that, oh, I made it, I can rest, I can just do nothing. No, wrong. Go get the antidote. And every, every, every evening, think what can be done better tomorrow. There's always room for improvement. There's always room for one extra success. There's always room to be better, to achieve excellence, not perfection, excellence. Don't be a half-ass. Don't be a half-ass. Don't be a half-ass. Don't be a half-ass. It's been great seeing you. Bon appetit. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Lunch with the Shark. If you would like to set up a consultation with the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa, visit his website www.invictus-advisors.com and don't forget to subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and LinkedIn.